The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all, and uh, welcome once again to this latest episode of the TWBC uh, Podcast. My name is Tony Lightfoot, as aforementioned. And I have a special guest here with us uh, today, uh, a, a man who has uh, been uh, been involved in the sport uh, for not a particularly long time, not compared to many of you out there, but his impact within the sport, especially in terms of publication and in media, is, has actually become uh, quite profound. His name is uh, Gregory Desmond. How are you doing? I'm really good, Tony. Glad to be with you. Thank you for having me. Good, good. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into the sport and uh, how you got to where you are right now. Well, as you might know, my wife, Amber Frank, is uh, in the French team for almost 17 years, I guess. And uh, she was the one uh, bringing me around the lake so I could watch her. Um, I used to do some small water ski, like younger. I knew how to get up on the ski and stuff like that. But I was not really close with a uh, competitive water ski, obviously, nor uh, slalom course, like stuff like that. And uh, being with Amber brought me into the water ski world. And uh, I was with her when she was in Florida, at Florida Southern College, uh, visiting her, getting around all the really best pros on the planet, I guess, that live around. And... Uh, I just wanted to kick in and jump into this industry. Excellent. Okay, so what is your professional background? Uh, what, what, uh, how, how does that tie in a little bit to, to what you do with the publication that you have, which is, uh, uh, just remind us the good folks? Waterski Journal. Waterski Journal, yes. And obviously Waterski Nation on, on Instagram. Well, uh, my background is a, is a mix of uh, several stuff. Uh, I started... Uh, with two years uh, in a law university in Paris, France. Afterward, I joined um, a business school in Paris also. And uh, I ended up uh, graduated from um, uh, a master in, fi in financial analysis and market um, where I could go in, in California in uh, UCSD in San Diego for a year. Okay. Uh, so that's basically it. At the end of my uh, education, I, I had a master's degree in finance and a business school uh, graduate. Okay. So when, when did you get the epiphany that the, the water ski uh, world needed a new publication? You know, uh, what, what kind of inspired you to say, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm going to put something together. I'm going to put it in print, you know. You know, I don't care what you say that that the print media is on the is on the decline. We need we need something in print. Uh, what kind of inspired you? 
So I was a huge fan of uh, the Water Ski Mag. Obviously, I was super sad when when there was no more Water Ski Mag. And uh, so Water Ski Journal started uh, the summer, not this one, the previous one, so a year and a half ago. And I had that ton of content, uh, like a lot of pictures I took myself and, and others that uh, fantastic photographers share with me all the time. Um, not to mention Charlie uh, Miranda, Unmi Tivier, uh, guys like that. And uh, I was like, dude, that's such a shame. We don't have a water ski mag anymore. So uh, using my small like uh, power I have over social media into water ski, I was, okay, let's try to make a, a magazine out of what I, what I can bring. So... It started really with a digital format. I didn't want it to be printed at first because I wanted to, it to be free. Mm -hmm. uh, so therefore, everybody can read it no matter where you are. And uh, the first uh, edition was read digitally by over, if my memories are okay, uh, 6,000 people. Just oh, the, nice. first, the first issue. And I received a lot of, uh, of messages from guys I didn't know. Hey, that would be out. Um, where can I buy it? Where can I buy it? And I was like, no, it, it's it's free. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go over the link and it's free. You can read it. Oh yeah, but I I, I wish I could have it in paper. And I was yeah yeah me too. But uh, as I looked around how to make it happen, it, it it looked so expensive to make. So at the end, I was like, okay, you are a few numbers to ask me to print it out. So it's gonna be expensive because I don't know how to get it cheaper. But at the end, you have it. Yeah, because there's always that 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 balance that you have to strike whenever you're trying to print something. You know, it obviously the cost to print something have, have risen steadily over the years, and the way that a lot of publications have to balance that out is by having more advertisers but then when you start throwing more advertisers into the magazine there's less content you know so i i guessing you've been rather keen to strike that balance have it do you feel you've done so successfully at the end i don't lose too much money <laughs> <laughs> so that was my target Okay, so uh, typically, whenever you whenever you set out to to go on a blank slate with the latest edition of Water Ski Journal, uh, I mean, typically, what is your game plan? What is your mission to when whenever you say, okay, I'm going to select him to go on the front cover, I'm going to select her to go on the back cover. What what goes on in between planning wise? So. As you as you know, it it only issue uh, once every three months. Okay. So obviously every number. So uh, it's a quarterly. Yeah, it's a quarterly. So obviously I'm focusing on what happened on the pro scene uh, over those past three months, previous the issue. So uh, to choose who's gonna be on the cover, that's a tricky one. For the first ones, I just took the pictures I I, I really loved. Um, I think the number two, uh, Todd Ristorcelli, uh, the guy who was behind Waterski Mag, uh, mm -hmm. was kind enough to uh, give me a picture uh, of Jimmy Boshane he took years ago uh, because in to, in, inside the article, Freddie Winter wrote an article about Jimmy Boshane. So uh -huh. I choose this one this way. Uh, and 
if I have to talk about the the last issue, uh, it's Joel Poland on the on the cover page. He won my trick contest, uh, Water Ski Nation trick contest on Instagram, and that was the first prize. The that was during the height of the pandemic, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so the winner of this contest got to be on the front page plus some uh, reward uh, edge binding for for Joel. And uh, that's how I chose him. I don't know yet who will be on the next one. Probably some. You're, you're trying to keep that. You're trying to keep that a surprise. Maybe yeah. maybe a secret. You know, maybe maybe one of the world champions that will be crowned maybe. Uh, here in in a few in a few days' time. Maybe we're recording this a few days before the start of the world championships in October. But uh, one thing, yeah, one thing I wanted to ask you is in regards to the pandemic and how that's kind of. Uh, affected things where you are in France and across Europe. I mean, you have a fairly good eye on what's going on. You have, you're fairly close to the pulse of what's going on with tournament water skiing. So how how do you feel that Europe as, as a whole, and probably France especially, has weathered it through the, uh, the, the, the pandemic? I'm not sure I understood the question. You, need- you know, uh, do you think do you think it they they've done okay with the pandemic? Do you do you think do you think water skiing is in a good state right now where it is? Or, or- I, yeah, okay. So I think water ski is in a yeah, it is it is in a good state right now. It's it, I think it 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 keeps rising again. Uh, I think we had a, a really good momentum right before the pandemic with all the beautiful tournaments happening in America and also in Europe. Um, with the the commitment of a few like Matteo Luzzeri in Italy and and some others across uh, across the the whole Europe, unfortunately, COVID nineteen stopped uh, Europe pro events for two years. We had San Gervasio program again this year, thankfully, and um, US is really different. Uh, we had a season in US last year. We have a tremendous one this this year uh, despite the, the 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 pandemic so yeah to me it, it goes in the right direction it will keeps growing i guess and uh, if europe can recover as us did uh, on a pro pro scene pretty sure next year will be insane all right then uh, obviously you're making uh, you're making a small reference to the water ski pro tour which you had which you had a little bit, a little bit of influence in trying to to get off the ground. You know, you you threw you threw the idea to a few of in, interesting parties, and then finally this year, in in the middle of the probably the worst the worst pandemic disaster in the middle of history, y'all decided to say, why not why not let's do a brand new water ski pro tour with new points, you know, and ju- just something to really kickstart uh, worldwide water skiing again. Uh, your take on that? Yeah, the general idea was uh, from beginning to promote as best as we can uh, with the tool we have. Uh, that could be me with uh, Instagram and water ski nation. That could be you and uh, Vincent Stadelbor with uh, TWBC. Anyone that have some kind of small influence into the sport, let's bring that together and push for more marketing communication that everybody can follow what is happening on the pro scene. That was the, the, the main purpose to me. And uh, so far, so good, I guess. All right, then. So far as 
skiing is concerned. Obviously, there are pushes to try and increase exposure and everything like that. But what, I mean, to counter that, there are a lot of frustrating things that occur within the sport of water skiing that, you know, that gets people absolutely pulling their hair out and like wondering, you know, what, you know, what can we, what can we do to fix this? Are there certain things in your mind that need to be kind of fixed for the sport in order for it to move forward in the best way that it should be? Well, it depends what kind of uh, fr frustration you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from I don't know, from 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 the official aspect, from from running tournaments and that kind of stuff. You ov you obviously you. I mean, there 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 have been tournaments where the 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 officials have had to discuss among themselves. They take up way too much time, you know, and everything, and things get stalled, you know. Yeah. So. To be honest, that is not my job. I, I'm not qualified enough to be technical. I'm not qualified enough to be to, to tell officials what to do or not to do into the, their tournaments. My only kind of skill is to talk about them the best I can so that everybody can know the tournament is happening, what is going on there, provide some content, pictures, video, make a recap of it, stuff like that. So. I'm pretty much a layer on top of everything uh, that is happening, but I'm certainly not inside what uh, the decisions are made or not made. So I guess if there are frustrations somewhere, obviously we have to fix them. We mm -hmm. have to talk about them and, and try to solve the, the, the problem. To me, we have to go uh, into simplicity. I think water ski is a beautiful sport. Some sometimes we are like, as you say, uh, scratching our hair with uh, with small tiny details, which 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 can be huge for when you are deep into the sport. But from a guy like me that doesn't know much technical and stuff, we don't care. We just want to see beautiful guys and girls skiing. What what they know, uh, like how they know how to do, give their best and uh, and follow and follow the action. All right, then I'll, get, I'll ask you one final question. Uh, it goes down to demographics because uh, another toad water sport, and I'll, and I'll say say uh, say out loud, it's wakeboarding tends to attract a younger demographic into their sport. You know the 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 coveted like 15 to 21 or like 21 to 35 you know that demographic you know by comparison water skiing uh tends to be uh done by by athletes and by people of an older demographic what do you believe the sport has to do in order to uh, be more attractive to the younger to the younger set that 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 advertisers and sponsors are uh, covered, you know, in terms of pushing their products and services in association with, with events. I guess we have to make it cool. I mean, young guys, they go, why, why do they go to, to wakeboard? That the, the question we, we have to ask ourselves. It's, it's because it's fun. You can be uh, on, the on the boat with uh, five, six of your friends on the open lake and enjoy uh, all the afternoon uh, playing wakeboard. Uh, ski, um, uh, do wakeboarding uh, we have to show them you can it's just uh, like that at water ski you're 
nearby the lake, enjoying the time with your friend, do your ski set. I, I, I know barely, I'm, I'm not sure I know people that spent a day water skiing that didn't like it and didn't want to, to go back at it. So we just have to like show them how cool is the sport and how to reach them, maybe social media, stuff like that. That's how it works nowadays. So yeah, I think maybe show how cool water ski is and uh, if we go deep inside the, the, the financial aspects and stuff like that, obviously water ski is an expensive sport. So maybe try to to find some ways so so it's not that expensive for young people. Uh, but uh, other than that, I, I, I don't have the answer yet. Okay. All right, then. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll end off uh, the interview there. Thank you very much, uh, Gregory, uh, for participating in this podcast. But I always give an opportunity for you to give a shout-out or to, uh, to acknowledge friends, family, and or those that have, uh, that have actually helped bring you to the position that you are. So I'll leave the microphone for you to do that. Uh, well, the only one I can see right now is my wife, Amber Frank. Thank, thank you, baby, for uh, bringing me into your sport. I love it. All right, then. This has been the latest episode of the WBC podcast. You've been listening to Gregory Desvon, as well as uh, me, Tony Lightfoot. And until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.